What's up, everybody? Welcome to Full Draw Friday, episode number 41. This week, I'm going to talk about some shifting patterns for bucks during the fall. An article from Steve Shirk, who we're going to have on the podcast Monday as well. So it's kind of a Steve Shirk weekend, I guess you could call it. And then I'm going to get into deer activity update, of course, and hunting strategy for the upcoming week. So before we get into all that, though, don't forget about our partner for Full Draw Friday, and that is Rodney Hawkins. And if you guys missed it, he was on episode 99 last Monday. So if you didn't get to listen to that one, go back and listen to it. And he talked about everything he's doing. But just kind of give you an idea. If you guys are looking for a piece of ground to manage and hunt, or if you have a place that you're wanting to get listed and wanting to get sold, Rodney's the guy to talk to. He grew up hunting and fishing in southern Illinois, and he's now putting that love for the outdoors into selling recreational properties as a land specialist with Midwest Farm and Land. Now, Midwest Farm and Land isn't your average real estate company. They sold over $85 million worth of ground in 2022 with agents like Rodney all over Illinois. They're really a local company with a national reach. For more info on them, you can call Rodney directly at 618-925-3153, and he'll get you taken care of. He's also got his own company called RG Outdoors. He's got products from Radix Hunting. Uh, they're blinds and blind chairs. He's got an all-natural scent elimination product called Camo Dust, and he does have tacked cam trail cameras now as well. So everybody loves those things. He's your dealer in Southern Illinois for those. If you guys want one, go check him out. On his Facebook page, it's RG Outdoors. You can email them at rgoutdoors at yahoo.com, or again, just call him directly at 618-925-3153. And don't forget to tell him that we sent you our socials are Rich Hunter Outdoors. That's on Instagram and Facebook. We do have a private Facebook group, RHO Podcast Patrons, where you guys can have some input on the podcast. Um, I did post on there that Steve is going to be coming on on Monday, so if you had any questions for him, feel free to ask him there. RichHunterOutdoors.com is the website. Anything you see on there you'd like, use the discount code FULDRAW. That's all caps, no space, and you get 10% off your entire order. We've got the scents available now, our all-natural scent. Uh, it's... Buck tarsal spray, doe tarsal spray, and then we have the calming spray as well. If you guys have never tried that stuff out, you should definitely give it a shot. I've had nothing but positive feedback on it uh, ever since we started doing it. We started mixing that stuff in 2018, and it I mix it throughout the season. So when the does come in estrus, then it's an estrus sort of doe scent. Uh, when the bucks are running, it smells like a running buck, that kind of thing. Uh, as the late season gets in, as we get into late season, and that changes. Obviously, the ch scent changes with that as well, but. You can check that out on the website. Like I said, uh, if you're doing mock scrapes, if you're just spraying them on your boots to use kind of like a drag rag, you can just take it and spray it out in front of your stand wherever you want them to stop. Any of those ways to use it, I've had nothing but positive feedback on it. And I use it myself, obviously, too. So go check that stuff out and then use that discount code as well. If you guys are listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, make sure you give us a follow, leave us a review. That really helps us out as well. And then on YouTube, subscribe there, hit the notification bell. We've got our Fall Pursuit show out now. Episode 2 came out this past week, and Episode 3 will be coming up on Tuesday, so you don't want to miss that. Episode 1 was a good one. We had Dawson Wood killing a nice buck. We had Blake Garrett killing a nice buck, and uh, Uncle Jeff gone on a doe. And then last week it was a little slow as far as the activity goes, but I feel like it was still a good episode. So check that out. Let us know what you think there. Leave a comment, like it, all that good stuff. So without further ado, let's get into Full Draw Friday number 41. Mm. All right, episode 41 here. 
The deer activity slash rut update. We're getting closer to actually having rut updates because you're going to start seeing some of that pre-rut activity from the bucks right now. Especially on these colder days that we got coming like the end of this weekend, beginning of next week. The bucks are going to be feeling a little bit better, kind of feeling their self. They're going to be out checking downwind of doe bedding areas already. They're going to start picking up activity in those areas. We're going to talk a little bit about that in the North American Whitetail segment this week. But that's where you're going to find them, start setting those cameras on scrapes. They're going to become more and more active as we get closer to the rut. You're going to see rubs popping up starting here in the next few days probably. Um, All that good pre-rut activity that we love to see, that sign that starts showing up that lets you know there's bucks in the areas. We're about to start seeing that um, if you haven't already. That's kind of where they're at. We're getting past the October lull. We're kind of, we fought through that. And now we're getting into the pre-rut, which is honestly one of the best times to kill a buck, especially a buck that you know because he's still going to be in his home range. So that's kind of where they're at as far as activity goes. They're still not going to be doing a lot of chasing. You might see a little bit, especially from younger bucks, or maybe if you have a mature doe that's coming in early, uh, you could see a little bit of that. It, it does happen from time to time. I was just talking to Nate earlier several years ago. He had a buck come in chasing the doe on October 16th. Um, legitimately just dogging that doe. So it does happen, but you're still not going to see a bunch of that yet. You're going to see the bucks getting ready for the rut. They're going to start setting their dominance in their home range, leaving their scent, checking for does, try to get the first ones that come in, that kind of stuff. For legislative news, I got nothing for this week. I looked and tried to find something interesting. I mean, there wasn't a lot coming out of the news portion this week when it comes to deer hunting. So, We'll zoom on past that one, and then we'll bring it back next week and hopefully have something for you there. Now, strategy for this weekend. Obviously, this ties into the activity where they're at. And part of that is setting your cameras, resetting your cameras if you don't have them on scrapes already. It's part of the reason I like putting mock scrapes by my cameras anyway, so they're already there. But putting them in a a location where I can get those pictures early season and into the pre-rut. And then, you know, I might have to move around for the rut. I don't rely on cameras quite as much for the rut just because things are so sporadic. Maybe the cell cameras, I get a picture of one, I know he's in there, I can go in after him that day. But as far as patterning a buck or finding out what's there and and how regular he's there, this time of year is really big uh, on the trail cameras. But getting them set up on scrapes, downwind sides, bedding areas, during, on travel corridors, that's going to be a really good spot as well. And then that's going to lead into your strategy. If you can do that and you can find a buck that's using that pretty regular, you can set up on him. I would say wait for these these colder days that are coming up here at the end of this weekend and the beginning of next week to hunt your better stands. We are getting to the time where you can start sneaking in on your better stands as long as you're not getting busted. You're not leaving too much scent. You can definitely hunt those better stands and have some luck. I'm actually going to do some of that this weekend, but you don't want to risk it on a day, you know, when it's when it's not going to be good, when it's borderline day. We talk about that all the time. Borderline days aren't the days to hunt your best stand. So keep that in mind. But that's where you're going to be. Look for those scrapes that are opening up. Look for those fresh rubs. Not that you want to hunt the rub line necessarily, but it's going to give you an idea that that buck's in the area. And then you can go in and set up on him. So that's kind of going to be the strategy. I'm going to start. I'm going to move my cameras. I've got one set up that we moved uh, from, actually it was on the last episode of Fall Pursuit. We moved it after that morning sit, set it up on a scrape. I'm going to try to check that maybe today. We'll see what time I get out there. But then I'm going to decide I'm going to make a plan from there uh, based on what I'm seeing. So set your cameras up on those scrapes, 
on those travel corridors downwind of what you think are doe bedding areas, and then go from there. That's going to be the strategy for the upcoming week. Now for North American whitetail. Uh, like I said in the intro, we've got an article from Steve Shirk, who, again, is going to be on with us Monday. So I thought it would be a good time to pull out one of his articles, and it's a good one for this time of year, too. It's really relevant. It's called Predicting Bucks Buck Patterns, and this one is out of the October edition of North American Whitetail. So the first part of it, he talks about the early fall shift, which we've kind of already seen, and now we're moving into what he calls the rut shift. And I'll get into that here. Again, like always, I'm not reading the whole article. I'm even skipping through the section of it that I'm reading. So you guys need to go check it out. It's really good. There's a lot of good stuff in there. Every time I read these to find out what I'm going to say on the podcast or what parts of them I'm going to read, I learn something um, or just refresh something that I already knew that maybe I wasn't thinking about. So let's get into the rut shift from Steve Shirk here. He says, many confuse the rut shift with the early fall shift. These are two completely different moves of a buck that a buck will make. During the fall, I see the rut shift generally taking place around mid-October, so where we're at now. At this time, bucks will leave core areas and begin focusing their movements on what the does are doing within their home range. I found that most mature bucks tend to seek out the closest doe groups in relation to their core areas. So a lot of times, this move is a buck making. This move a buck is making is not a far one, but similar to the early fall shift, a lot of his needs and priorities start to change. So he's not necessarily moving far, but if you've got those doe groups, and I believe we talked about this on a recent episode, if you can figure out which doe groups are have the most, the biggest amount of mature does in them that are likely going to come in first, that's going to go into your strategy for this time of year as well. If you can find, because those does are generally going to be the ones that come into estrus first, and the bucks, the old mature bucks are going to know that, and they're going to be checking on them first, especially if they're already within their core range. So keep that in mind for strategy as well. Back to the article, he says, This is especially a time when breeding starts to outweigh needs for food and cover. Even though it's unlikely he will breed at this time, most older bucks prepare one to three weeks ahead of time for the rut. The preparation mode is when they will start rubbing and scraping around doe feeding and bedding areas, like I was just talking about. They will also shift bedding to mainly downwind of doe bedding areas. So they're also going to shift their bedding er- their own bedding areas. They want to get downwind of those does and spend as much time there as possible. That way they can catch the scent from them when the time comes. Skipping ahead here, he says, Knowing just as much about the does in your hunting area as you do the bucks is extremely vital for success during the middle and end of October. Second to that, you have to be willing to put boots on the ground to find what doe groups the bucks are monitoring. If you can combine consistent doe activity with fresh buck sign, you are in the money. So what he's talking about there is kind of what I was just mentioning, knowing what does are going to come into estrus first. And if you don't, if you can't tell that by trail cameras or by watching them, what he's saying is go in there, check around your doe bedding areas for rubs and scrapes. If you've got a lot of rubs and scrapes around a doe bedding area, then you know that's where the buck's spending a lot of time. Those does are probably the ones he's checking on the most often that are going to come in, and that's where you set up. If you go to a doe bedding area, a known doe bedding area, and there's not a ton of buck sign around it, maybe there's not one checking on them, go to the next one, check on it, and see if that sign is there. That's kind of what he's saying on that part of it. He continues, Not every group of does will be monitored by a good buck come mid-October. However, it is almost guaranteed there will be a large amount of buck sign in the place these bucks are checking does. I've had a lot of success placing trail cameras on scrapes around the bedding, the doe bedding areas in advance to the rut shift. By late October, a lot of these scrapes will be visited on a more frequent basis 
by bucks you saw there only once or twice during the summer. If the does stick around, you can bet on the bucks returning later in the fall. So there you go. He's talking about that rut shift, and a lot of that has to do with really pre-rut. You could call it a pre-rut shift from what he's talking about there. The bucks are starting to find their their range of where the does are going to be in their core area. The ones they're going to seek out first before everything kind of breaks loose and they all start coming in. He's going to try to basically tend to his does, what he thinks are his does, in his area first. So that's where you're going to find them this time of year, checking on them and just waiting. Uh, like he said in the article, they're going to start preparing one to three weeks ahead of the rut, which is pretty much where we're at right now. So what I was talking about earlier with the activity, with the strategy for the week, that all ties into that article about what you guys need to be doing to find those mature bucks this time of year. So if you can put all that stuff together, if you got one in your area, obviously if you don't have a mature buck on you yet or where you're hunting, you're not going to see a lot of this stuff. Maybe you got to wait for the rut to have one move in. But they're starting to move in. You're probably going to see some new bucks showing up right now. Um, just like you would at the end of the summer into early October. This is where you're going to see some new bucks move in as well, especially if you have those doe bedding areas and those big doe groups. So keep that in mind. You might see some new bucks move in, and you can set up on them if you find the hot sign. This is the time of year to do that in-season scouting, as well as use your trail cameras. Put those two together, and you're going to have a lot of success. So good luck out there this weekend, guys. Uh, I'm going to go after a, a really nice buck that showed back up on camera. So make sure you tune in to Fall Pursuit this Tuesday, and you'll get to hear more about that, and you get to see that deer as well. Uh, it's going to be a really cool story if we can get him on the ground this year. So fingers crossed we'll get it done. Hope you guys get it done this weekend as well. Until next time, don't forget to stop Monday. Check out episode number 100 with Steve Shirk, and hopefully we'll get all the guys in here as well to do part of that episode. But that's what we got coming up. Appreciate you guys tuning in, and we'll catch you next Friday.